Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham, where Team Needham discusses everything healthcare. I'm your host, Sean Needham, along with my wife, Janet, and we are streaming live from the Moses Lake Professional Pharmacy Studio, as we do every Monday, 1230 to 1.30 Pacific Standard Time on my personal Facebook page and the Moses Lake Professional Pharmacy YouTube site. So don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube site and also all the podcast forums. Go there, like them, comment on them. We really appreciate that. So today we are super excited to have Jody Gao on our podcast today. She is a health and fitness coach and she has a great story about how she got into that. So she's been doing it about four years now and she, you know, her goal is just to um, educate and empower women to to take charge of their own health. She's got a, a health journey of her own that um, many people in healthcare share a story like hers. And I don't think we're very good in the healthcare industry about following up with patients like this. So um, Jody, without further ado, welcome to our show. Thank you. Nice to meet you, Janet. You as well, Jody. Sean, so Jody, thanks, you guys. You're welcome. Thank you for agreeing to be on. And I'm super excited to to hear your story and to share it with our listeners and viewers. So go ahead and get started with your with your, a little bit of your background of your how you got into um, health and fitness training. Yeah, well, I had um, I had just turned fifty. I actually work in the construction industry, um, and fitness was something that just was a natural part of my life. I was a um, an oarsman on on river rafting boats. I love um, long distance mountain biking, so I was really sort of getting um, all of my physical activity just through natural enjoyment activities. But when I turned 50, I was, um, in the midst of buying a house and, and went in for my first mammogram and was diagnosed with stage one breast cancer. And, um, I really didn't realize what that, what that meant. You know, I had, I had, um, put myself through, uh, college at Seattle University. Um, I graduated when I turned 40 and I had taken microbiology. So having um, can- a cancer diagnosis really freaked me out like it would anyone. But I had all these, um, all this really sort of insider knowledge about what, what the treatment was going to do to my body. So I had to do chemo and radiation surgeries and all of those things. But what happened in the midst of all that, um, uh, I, I, my employer let me go um, that I was with for a very long time. I lost my partner in the midst of that, um, and, and I was in the middle of buying a home in a completely different county, so I was also relocating out of uh, where my you know, friends and family were. And, um, and this all, all happened a week after close on my house. So I was really going through a lot, but you know, you, you buck up, you keep working, you get through all of those things. And it wasn't until about four or five months after treatment ended that I noticed I was gaining weight on a pretty regular basis. And, and, and my old tricks of losing weight and fitting back into my genes weren't working. So when I had a visit with my oncologist he informed me that post chemo treatment um, will force your body to add 
15 to 20 pounds and your metabolism is shot. It's like, I was telling Sean, it's like entering menopause overnight. Um, you're, you're just hit with it really hard. And, and, you know, all of the things, all of the things that cancer tends to strip away from our lives. And it's very common to lose relationships, employment, and all of those things um, in your fight, in your cancer fight. But as a woman, when you are told you're also going to gain 20 pounds, that's it. That's that's the straw that right. tips you over the edge. So about 2018 and 19, I really started working on how to um, – how to reset my health. And in doing that, I started doing a ton of research in the diet and fitness industry and really found even, even as much as I knew about how bodies work, I was really frustrated having to sift through all of the misinformation and um, bolstering of untruths and and finding that back to basics core street level approach to health and and wellness and diet. Yeah, what kind of questions do you have for Jody? So Jody, I'm assuming that that's what put you on the journey for what you do now. So let's jump into that. It is. Yeah. Um, Excalibur Wellness was born out of all that. Actually, Excalibur stands for the notion that um, that's Excalibur is what we referred to my chemo treatment as. I was scared and worried, and my sister said, um, you know, let's give it a name. Let's call it Excalibur. So um, then post-treatment, the, the post-treatment trauma that you go through is actually um, really under um, it, it's under supported. Um, th- there's a, a, a lot of struggle with cancer survivors who you know you ring the bell and then they walk you out and it's sort of like, but now what? I've my whole life has been decimated. What do I do? And um, so I was using Excalibur too then as a metaphor for how to reclaim my power and reclaim my life, reclaim my health. Um, and it can apply to women who haven't gone through those kinds of losses. But as women, we do um, tend to give our very best and all to our partners, our kids, our parents, our siblings. And so Excalibur is sort of a metaphor for taking back just a little slice of self-care and self-love that we need. And Excalibur isn't just about hitting the mat and making sure you're getting your protein. It's also really has to do with a mind, body, and spirit approach. And I'm, I'm reluctant to even bring that up sometimes on my website because it's such a, um, it's such a trendy thing to discuss. But what I learned over the last several years is that you can really approach it from a street level 
when we talk about mind, body, and spirit, you don't have to be up in the ether. And it's really not um, all, you know, sparkly and divine. There really are um, simple approaches to busting through some of the um, blockages that prevent us from even moving forward in our health journey. Um, and I know that a lot of women deal with that. So, well, yeah, so I'm excited on, to help them. Yeah, I think you touched on a real important point that our beliefs really make a difference as what our outcomes can be. And in our industry, we we talk about a thing called placebo effect. And, and really, if you think about it, it's really if you believe in an outcome or have faith, for example, like your doctor, do you believe in what your doctor is telling you? Do you have faith in their knowledge? And then usually your outcome's better. And I think that has to do a lot with how our brains work. It's, it's if, if we believe that we are going to get better or if we believe that we can achieve something, then obviously we're going to find steps to get to that. So that's, that's a really important, I think, point in health. And it, and like you say, it's not like we're going to some special place. It's just where our brain takes us on that journey of, of achieving um, our health journey and goals. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Really, really having that intention and understanding of, yeah. Um, and, and it doesn't have to be just, it doesn't have to be um, a belief in what's going on externally, but really too tapping into kind of the stuff that women tell ourselves. I, I, I can't speak for men, but I know that in, in my own journey, my friends um, and, and all of the women that I've reached and that, that have responded to me, it's really, um, there's a lot of stuff going in on our brains, especially as we enter menopause. It, it, it gets even more um, accentuated where, um, you know, we're, we're, we're putting on weight. We're not sure why. The industry's telling us stuff. It's not always true. Um, and, um, you know, irritability, lack of sleep, night sweats, um, depression, sadness, aches and pains. And all of a sudden, you know, just when we're really starting to come into this part of our lives that's supposed to be great, right? We raised the kids, they're off on their own. And now all of a sudden our bodies are sort of turning on us. And um, so it's really nice to be able to support women in a way that helps them take those negative limiting thoughts out of our brain about what's happening to us and sort of shift it into something positive and remind women how amazing we are, how strong we are, how much we go through physiologically our entire lives and that this is just the pinnacle moment where, um, you know, now we can take all of our knowledge, all the strength, all the goodness that we've been sending out to everyone else, and now we can return it to ourselves. And that's really powerful. That's a lot of energy when you think about all of the people that women support um, as we're as we're growing up as mothers and sisters and daughters and all of those things. So what's the first thing when a woman signs up, what's the first thing you go over them with? I know it's probably very, very uh, personal and specific to each individual, but what's the first thing you like to address? What I like to do, first of all, is talk to them about, um, you know, I get to know them just a little bit. 
personally what they what their what their um, work is, what their sort of things they enjoy doing, just personally what their hobbies are. Um, but then we get into food, and I like to talk about food because um, everyone's pantry looks completely different. Um, it depends on your ethnicity, your culture, um, likes and dislikes, allergies, all of that stuff. So I really like to talk to them about um, where they're at in their food journey. And a lot of women are, um, you know, tired of eating shakes. They're again, um, the diet and the health industry have have been so successful at sending out misinformation that a lot of women are really delighted to hear that some of their, some of the foods that they felt they needed to cut out are actually really good for them. So that's a, just talking about their pantry is a huge revelation to them. Um, and I've had women um, scratch the protein and diet shakes and get off all that stuff and go back to actually chewing and helping them understand what carbs do, why it's important to add healthy fats, um, salt and how salt in our diets has evolved over time. Um, and, and, and again, just really getting down back to basics with that. The second thing that I like to do is talk to them about the things they tell themselves about their bodies. And then I walk them through a motivational, it only takes a few minutes. It's just a really short process, but it's super powerful. So all the negative things that you say, that we say and think about our bodies and about ourselves versus all of the accomplishment accomplishments and everything that we've achieved in our lives and that's a very emotional process. It's very powerful. And women are shocked to see on paper what they've been telling themselves versus what they're capable of. It's a huge breakthrough. Yeah, it's so important to be optimistic instead of pessimistic and focus on, you know, focus on the um, victories instead of, you know, some of the defeats. Um, and there's so many different ways to do that. Now, yeah. one thing you talked about is, is shakes. And I, I think we've talked about this on this podcast quite <laughs> often. And, yeah. you know, I've even got good friends that, that, that drink a shake a day and I, and, and it works for them and it does work for sure. some people, but yeah, you know, I mean, the only time I drink one of the, a, a shake is when I am like depleted of calories and because I've, I've had a super long bike ride, you know, a five-hour, six-hour bike ride, and I'm depleted of calories, and I need to pack as many calories as I can into, you know, um, into 16 ounces. And, right. You know, I mean, seriously. So you yeah. Peanut butter and just get it down. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 you know, so people will talk about shakes. And they'll say, well, you know, I, I just have a shake a day. It's, but it's healthy stuff. You know, it's, it's acacia berries and it's some blueberries and it's, and it's, and it's Greek yogurt and it's, and it's some protein powder. And I'm like, yeah. And that, and you just talked about 500 calories already. <laughs> right. You know, so I'm a right. big believer. And, and you talked about, you mentioned something about, chewing i believe or whatever i i believe there's a right big, we get satisfied yeah. by chewing our food and it's really easy if you're drinking our calories and 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 not just in shakes but obviously in soda pop and in beer or wine it's easy to overdrink our calories it's a lot more difficult yeah. to overeat 
basically real food. Even the sports drinks are surprisingly loaded. I mean, unless you're an Olympic athlete, you really don't need that stuff. It's just sort of sabotaging you a little bit. And I think that some of the shakes, you're right, Sean, absolutely. I mean, I've definitely done that before where I've gone through a little period where, um, you know, I just want to sort of reset my nutrition a little bit and I'll, and I'll get shakes and have those for a couple of weeks once a day. But, um, it's really just to kind of reset myself. Um, I think there are some diets out there though, that really shake is the main part of the diet. (laughs) And then you get like something little to chew at the end of the night or something. So that's yeah. sort of more what I was referring. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I mean, the only time I have any <laughs> caloric kind of drink is um, usually um, post long bike rides um, because you just don't, you can over drink calories so easily. And yeah. E- even if you are uh, an athlete, you know, I've found that in myself is that I can still, before you know those calories can add up even if you're burning a lot of them for sure yeah for so sure. tell us about some of the fitness things that you do for for uh women jody what i love about all of the research going through the lockdown gave me a ton of time to really fine-tune yep. okay good to really fine-tune how women can exercise. It's low impact with light hand weights. Um, You can build up over time and do more. But again, it's not just the nutrition that's back to basics. It's the exercise that's back to basics. I can't tell you how many women I've run into who say, I don't want to run, jog, I don't want to do any hopping, skipping, or jumping. Yeah. And women have sort of reasons for that um, uh, that are personal, right? So um, just low impact with a little cardio and light hand weights. Um, and what I've done for um, clients is I have a, um, uh, over, a list of over 60 exercises that provide – Exactly that, including like eight different exercises that are focused on abs and core that don't force you to kind of have that neck strain. I know some people won't, they'll just turn the whole workout away because of one thing. Yeah. So it's so what I'm trying to do at Excalibur is really make it easy for you to just step onto your mat and get to work. Um, and then this workout guide also allows them to sort of keep track of. So what I do during our first workout is we spend about 45 minutes doing just a couple reps of each one of those exercises together. And then women can actually see and keep track in this guide of what they were able to do. And then what they kind of struggled with, but it won't take very long for them to be able to do it, to add it to their routine. And then there's um, more places for them to keep notes, but really for them to to be intentional and have a see for themselves, you know, with me just guiding them through it, what you're actually are capable of more than you think you are. And sometimes um, sometimes we block that in that limiting of belief. Well, I think one thing about exercise or anything for that matter is consistency. 
And I, I know some people, they, you know, when you're starting from nothing, something is better than nothing. But some people will say, well, you know, you know, lightweights and, you know, moderate intensity cardio is just not going to do a lot. Well, it's going to do a lot to somebody that never even started. So I think sometimes with exercise, we can scare people away when we go to really intense or really long exercises right away because then they just don't do them. So consistency of something that you can do regularly is what's important. For sure. Yeah. And, and, um, you know, it's, um, I, I've got a couple of private groups on Facebook where, um, I've got about six weeks of workouts. They're a half an hour long and they start out really simple like that. And then we just add over time, we work up to burpees and boy pushups and stuff like that. So, but, but it can, it can be daunting. The health industry is, um, I mean, how many billions of dollars does it make a year? And and so many different coaches, and it's intimidating, and the gym can be intimidating. So um, what I was doing is really, you know, and it was part of my own journey too, you know, when I came out of treatment and, and was trying to find a way to get healthy myself, I wanted someone to keep me accountable, so that's what I try and do in Excalibur Wellness is be there with you. I'm working out with you and showing you that a regular person, I'm not ripped, is is going to be hitting the mat with you. And we're going to talk about it over the course of our time together. And um, yeah, and just really um, providing that female to female to support. I get what you're going through. You know, um, I, I, I didn't get the benefit of going through menopause over a five to 10 year period. I was hit with it overnight and all of the symptoms that come with that. So I have a really keen understanding of what it is women are struggling with. And I have a huge heart for that. It's brutal. It's, (laughs) it can be really bad, but but that low impact with hand weights, that strength training, boy, we can't emphasize that enough. Um, that eliminates so many um, symptoms of menopause, um, arthritis, fibromyalgia. Um, strength training is really super beneficial for even giving us more energy, right? We, that's a paradoxical thing where I'm too tired to work out, but if you did, you'd feel great. Right. Yeah. 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 We always talk about exercise is the best antidepressant ever invented. I think sometimes it's just getting your clothes on. (laughs) Yeah. Getting motivated. (laughs) Right. I mean, (laughs) sometimes you just got to lay those things out. So it happens. Well, that's one of the things. See, Janet gets it. (laughs) Yeah. And we both do. And, and one of the things is, is that's one of the things that you, I think what you've done when going back to basics is, is you've tried to create the fewest barriers possible for people to work out and eat right. Because like you said earlier, the gym, it can be intimidating. So all your workouts are at home. So that already creates a barrier that already stop, prevents a barrier, prevents somebody yeah. to have to go to the gym, which is another barrier. Yeah. They can do it in their house. Um, they don't have to, somebody else doesn't have to be watching them um, right. in the gym. So, you know, eliminate those barriers. Also, when you work out at home, you don't have to dress like you would if you were going to the gym. You can do it in, in you know, usually different kind of clothes. So, um, eliminating yeah. Those, yeah, eliminating those barriers is so important. 
Um, because yeah. at the end of the day, especially if you work out, we have decision fatigue and you can, you can, or you've already made a hundred decisions throughout the day. And the last decision you want to make is, are you going to work out or are you not? You know, so, <laughs> yeah. you, know, so you have to make it so um, there's as little barriers as possible. For sure. Yeah. And, and, and I like my workouts too, where you do, you know, we're not counting reps and sets over and over. We're doing one exercise for one minute. You do your best. You can, you can be the, the gal who just rips through it or, or maybe you're struggling with that exercise and you can only get a couple of reps in. That's great. You've got a minute to correct your form, make it right and then and then move on to the next exercise. Then you can do that whole set again as a circuit. So trying to eliminate too the boredom that might come with it sometimes. Well, doing I, I the like same the stuff idea. over and over. Yeah, and I like the idea of it sounds like you're trying to simplify things. So you just do whatever you can for a minute, and yep. um, it just it it makes it a lot. Because believe it or not, you know. It, if you have to add one more step where you have to count number of sets and count reps, it just adds another element, another barrier to working out. I mean, and I can tell you, cause I've been there. It's like, Oh, today I got to do three sets instead of two. Dang it. Yeah. Whereas, you know, if, if you just hash it all out in a minute, do as many as you can. Um, you know, I think it's a lot, it's a, it, you can have a lot more consistent workouts. The other thing I created in Excalibur is um, through all of my research, there are some basic facts about our body, and I've got them listed out here. And some of the basic facts about our body and what our body really, this is again, street level, back to basics, what our body needs. Practicing deep breathing to lower our cortisol. And cortisol is that, oh, that hormone that settles in around our midsection. So practicing deep breathing, hydration, sleep, improving the quality of our food, obviously, physical movement, sunlight, non-energy nutrients, so vitamin minerals, your amino acids, and physical touch and community. So what I did at Excalibur is I sort of took all those things and built them into an acronym, and I call it the DRIFT method. So the DRIFT method is um, it, it comprises all of those eight things so that you can remember it easily. So the DRIFT method starts with D for declarations, and that's where we really... Take a minute to think about what we want. Again, Janet's note about the power of positive thinking and yours too, Sean. What are we really thinking about and and really picture ourselves doing the work? And in doing that, you can add some breath work and just sit with yourself for a few minutes. Just, you know... It's that's so important. Um, so, so setting our declarations, you can write it in a journal, you could scribble it on my Excalibur Wellness Workout Guide, whatever you want to do to keep track of where you're at every day making those declarations. Um, rise and shine, that's the R. So, rise and shine is getting up and having your first thing be to hydrate and sit in your workout space. Again, picturing yourself doing those moves. Um, Intake, 
is obviously nutrition, but it's not just food. It's like you st- stated, Sean, it's all the drinks that are available to us yeah. now. Coffees, cold coffees, sports drinks, sodas, and the sizes, and alcohol, and all this stuff. So intake is I. F is obviously fitness. And then T is tuck in. So the drift method really encompasses all of the things that we want to do and, and emphasizing um, getting outside and walking is fantastic. Walking can really help you a lot. And then you can even work up from there. And then when you come in all warm and yummy from a great walk, then sling some weights around yeah. or, you know, drop and do some leg lifts or or whatever while you're nice and warmed up. Um but but I like the drift method because it it encapsulates everything that we need into one easy to remember um, word and format. Yeah, yeah, I like Very that. Good. I never heard that. Quickly go through that again. What drift means? The drift method it 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 encapsulates all of the necessary physical aspects of healthy living. So it's D for declarations. R for rise and shine, which is setting our intention and hydrating. I for intake, which includes food and drink. F is for fitness. And T is for tucking in. So that that sleep schedule is so important, too. It's it's amazing. Um, You know, we sleep with a TV on, with our phones next to us and all of that. And some experts even talk about we've got these phones. Everyone has these great phones, right? Change your alarm to something beautiful as opposed to something really sort of annoying yeah, right. <laughs> and awful. And um, I've even got a series of videos in one of my private groups where I talk about if you, if you don't like the gym and that's holding you back, Carve out a space in your home where your mat is always laid out and your little hand weights are always right there. Um, Spend a day on a weekend, especially in this crappy weather, spend a day on the weekend really clearing out your room, getting yourself organized. and, And it could take a couple of weeks even while you're really trying to establish space, um, and clarity, writing down, you know, in your declarations, which is D in the drift method, really writing down, what do you want? Are, are you trying to get fit and tone? Are you trying to lose weight? How much? Um, are you just trying to keep flexible? Are you already in great shape, but you just want to join uh, with a group or stop going to the gym? You want to have more time on your hands. Whatever it is, um, write those things down so that you can see on paper. Writing things down just makes a huge difference, and it's a it's a mental uh, trick too for remembering what you want. And there's so much going on in our lives in the world today. It's really important to get it on paper. You can't emphasize that enough. I agree. Yeah. It's, it, if you don't don't write it down, it's just a dream. It's not a goal. Yeah, yeah. And so it's important to write our, our goals down or what, or what our expectations are. So for sure. 
So Jody, thank you so much for being on our podcast today. As we wind this podcast up, um, what is the best way to get a hold of you? The best way to find me is on Facebook, Excalibur Wellness. Um, I do have a public page, and that is Jody Asker Goff. Um, my email is Jody Goff at hotmail.com. So you could reach out to me um, primarily on Facebook. I would love to hear from you. I, all of my contact information is there. And um, I'd love to hear from you. Um, Excalibur Wellness has reached over 30,000 women. And uh, around the world, um, I, I talk to women out of Australia, New Zealand, the UK. Um, and I would love to hear from, from you if, if you just need to get started and really need help with motivation and you want to start from scratch and you want to put all the dieting stuff aside and just really have a, have a new foundation and understanding for real health. And back to basic stuff. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So yeah. thank you. Yeah. Thank you for being on, Jody. Thank you for sharing our story. <laughs> I think you've really you. um, helped achieve our goal of educating and empowering people to take charge of their own health. So I appreciate you being on. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for finding me, Sean. I appreciate it. And listeners and viewers, uh, please tune in for our midweek podcast on Thursday, 8 a.m. to to 9 p 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Right here again, we will have Dr. Courtney Sanfelice. She's a pharmacist, and we've had her on a couple times already. She's going to be talking about the benefits of L-glutathione. It's a supplement that's been popular in the news a lot lately, so you don't want to miss out on this one. Um, tune in uh, to Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham. Thank you for listening and watching. <laughs>